Welcome to the Gift of Giving Life podcast. I'm Sheridan, and I'm the host. I'm also one of the authors of The Gift of Giving Life. I'm so excited to be able to share some insights into the spirituality of conception, pregnancy, birth, and beyond with you today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Okay. I am so excited to welcome two guests to our podcast today. We have Amy and Katie, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Amy, would you like to go first? Sure. So I am an American living in Germany. That's actually how I met Katie. Katie is over here as well. And I am an editor and author. And so that's how I ended up in this realm of things, writing books, but yeah, most of my day is spent reading or writing books. <laughs> that sounds like a dream job. Okay, not writing because I don't love to write, but I love to read. But I have written six books, but not because I love uh, Yeah, them. the writing part can be difficult. It's hard work. The creativity of writing is actually quite hard. So yes, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, Katie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Katie Russler. I'm a licensed counselor and transformative grief guide. And as Amy shared, I'm an expat as well, a mom to three girls. And I help women who are facing hidden grief and emotional and mental baggage in their lives to be able to release it and move forward. So they let go of things like perfectionism and imposter syndrome and really be able to embrace being their true selves and really build their legacy and really helping those in their home, their little ones to learn about legacy as well. And yes, Amy and I came together being expats, but we shared a similar struggles in our first births. And Amy had written a book called Giving Birth to Motherhood, which is also the title of our book. And we, we talked about what it would look like to kind of reinvent it in a way. And I know we'll get into that later, but that was really what drew us together was expats, moms, and going through some life challenges very similarly. Oh, that's great. It's so wonderful to find other people that have had similar experiences and you it creates this instant bond and connection. So that's great that you guys found each other. I always like to just start out asking how you had you heard about the gift of giving life and how how. So you and I are in the same group, a podcast group together. And that's how I believe how we got connected. I had not heard about it. I'm very excited to, to listen to some episodes. Yeah, it's fun. Just like talking about the spirituality of pregnancy and birth. It's so interesting to hear different people's experiences with that. So it's been interesting listening to especially like our beta readers share their own experiences and we do workshops now about how to write your birth story in a therapeutic way and hearing people share really their challenges I don't want to say always their traumas because not everybody has had a traumatic birth but how it really helps them in a I'll use the word spiritual in a way it becomes a very spiritual experience of better understanding themselves the world around them how they exist in the world, how much they can be impacted by things that happen to them and really can be an amazing tool for their growth. But first we really have to get through some of the emotional pain and even physical and mental pain that came with what happened through the pregnancy or even through the birth itself. 
I know with Amy, and she'll share her story, it really started for her in pregnancy, already having a lot of fears. And for me, it was in the birth process itself. So it it has such a spiritual nature to it, but it also shows you so many different facets to yourself and to life. Yes, it is definitely a transformative experience in so many ways. So that's wonderful that you guys are able to help women write their birth stories. And then of course, as you're helping them, you get to hear them and hear the changes that helps evoke in them both the experience of pregnancy and birth, but then also by processing it, it can also create change. And I'm excited to hear about this. Amy, do you want to go first and explain your experience and how that helped you to write your book? Definitely. So about five months after my son was born, I sat down with a pen and a journal and decided that I, for kind of for posterity's sake, I wanted to write it down. I wanted to remember because, you know, those newborn hours, weeks, minutes, days that you lose track of and can't remember things. And I was like, I want to write this down. But as I started writing it down, I started realizing that I wasn't quite as happy as I thought I was. I wasn't as content with what had happened. And I realized that I hadn't bonded with my son as well as I wanted to. Um, And it was through the writing that I figured that out. And so then it became something where I wanted to bring this to other mothers. I realized that the writing itself for me was that spiritual experience. It was that aha moment, that wow, I just realized a lot about myself through the writing. And so that was what the idea for the book, as that was where it came from, is I basically wanted to bring this to other mothers to help them use writing to bring out this whole other part of their identity and to really understand that transformative. I love that. I think you are so correct in that writing can be very therapeutic. And to me, it can be a meditative experience because I have to slow down to write. Yes. Because my thoughts go way faster than my hand does. So I have to slow it down and get into that space. And yeah, that's great. Slowing down actually is what made me realize. So I'm a type 1 diabetic and that made my pregnancy and my birth quite complicated. And I thought, oh, I'm healthy. My baby's healthy. Everything's fine. But the complications that ended up happening in labor and in the hospital all dialed back down to the diabetes and the fact that choices were taken away from me because of that. But I didn't know that until I slowed down and wrote out with a pen and a journal and realized that I kept coming back around to the same answer. I kept coming back around to my control was taken away. And it's not necessarily going to be that way for everyone, but I think what it is going to be for everyone is it's going to bring out these, not necessarily answers, but just open up whole new avenues that you can't quite see until you really dig deep, until you really spend some time with it and understand why 
you feel the way you feel. Yeah, that's great. Katie, do you want to share your experience and how that made you want to do this as well? Yeah, very much like Amy. I, I So I knew right away that mine was quite traumatic because I had help syndrome and that showed up about five days before her due date, my oldest due date. And I had sort of one of those textbook pregnancies, we call it boring pregnancies in my family, <laughs> a boring pregnancy. And then, um, then this occurred. And so it was quite traumatic and it, the recovery took a while. And it was after that I realized the longer impact of the mental and emotional piece to what I experienced, even as a therapist, I knew, oh, wow, that was traumatic. But when I started to write my birth story in my journal, I remember I was sitting on the balcony in our apartment and I was not able to write that I gave birth. And I just wrote that she came out of me because I had an emergency C-section, was completely under, and my husband couldn't be there for it. He had to wait in the nursery. So it was, I, it didn't feel like I had given birth. I didn't feel like the correct terminology for it. And so there was a lot of pain attached to that. There was a lot of frustration at my own body. And for me, writing it, Yes, it helped slow down, but it was reading it again afterwards that I started to really see how much I was attacking myself and didn't really fully allow myself to understand what help syndrome is, what it does to your body, how it isn't something your body can control or, you know, it, but in my mind, it was my body failed me this, you know, my body did this or that. And I found it really helpful. Even as a therapist, I knew writing was therapeutic, but when you're in the thick of your own processing of your own issues, you start to see some of the nuances of therapeutic tools that you teach your clients to do. And for me, it was going back and reading and even reading it weeks and months later, and even a year later, when I, a year later, I finally did DR therapy to really help. And that was the biggest turning point as far as the click of me even being able to say I gave birth. But from there, I could read the journal in a very different point of reference. So I was grateful I had written my story because I could go back and be it from a healed point of view as well. And it really guided me to be able to tell my daughter her birth story in a way that with suspense and excitement, you know, all these things, but I don't go into the details of the trauma. And because I'm able to talk to her from that point of view, it has also been quite healing for me. So even storytelling, which is a big part of what we talk about in the book too, is, you know, now you tell your story, whether you tell it to others or you tell it to your family members, your child, you tell it in a healed way and not in a way to traumatize others. That's really powerful. And I know I was a childbirth educator for many years and I would tell my students, like people see a pregnant person and they think that gives them permission to just tell them every story they've ever heard or experienced. Mm -hmm. And so many people have unresolved issues from their birth that then they are like pouring their trauma into other people and how powerful it would be if everyone could go through this process and he get to a place where they can tell the story from a healed point of view. And yeah, so my first was also born via emergency cesarean when I was 34 weeks and 
definitely. I wrote his birth story, just wrote it. Not, I don't know. I really love the questions. Let me hop over to your book really quick because I think this will tie in. But I read through your book and just the different questions that you have for people to write, to think about. But then I also really love how you are like almost coaching within it that if writing these answers like made you feel this way, then look at this. Or you feel almost like someone's there holding your hand while you are processing. And so I really loved how you have the book formatted and the support you give within it. So yeah, we knew that the writing, especially a traumatic event or a challenging event can be really blocking. Like it can be very difficult to sit down and be like, okay, and this is what happened. And then this happened. And then this happened when it's something that is so emotional for you. And so that's why we have very pointed prompts that help you to answer what seem like simple questions, but they get you in the there in the end. And that's the intention behind it because this is such an emotionally heavy thing to write about. It's not your daily journal. It's a very intense experience that you went through. And so it might, you might find it very hard. Yeah. So what I was going to say, which brought me to the book is that with Devin, that's my first. And I wrote his birth story, like not long after he was born. I had a blog back then. This was like 1998. So it wasn't called a blog, but, and then every year I would revisit his birth story. And every year for almost the first 10 years, it was very traumatic to relive it. And I used to always call it the scariest and the best day of my life, right? It was like both those things together. And it wasn't until he turned 10, I still have that blog post that I wrote on his 10th birthday when I'm like, I think I can tell this story now without going back into that trauma. I Now I do a lot of work with helping other women heal from birth trauma. So I wish I had those tools back then, but I know that it can be so tricky. And I wish I'd had a resource like this because I think that would have helped me heal more quickly. Thank you. There, I mean, there's a, a truly a methodology to how we have the book set up. We didn't want it to just be like, well, I could just write my birth story. Why do I need this book? there's a therapeutic nature to the process of looking at what were the expectations that you had before you even gave birth? You know, like what was the stuff that was already swimming in the pool and the mindset you had, and then you go through the birth experience. And then we, so we walk you through all these stages. Yeah. It's very succinct, very small questions, easily guides you. But as Amy said, at the end, you're like, Whoa, I've written my birth story. Like it's all here. And it's, I think what's fun about it, because with Amy being a fiction writer as well, we, really brought in the, who are the main characters of your story? And there's something in therapy when somebody's like very, has a critical voice. I have them like name that voice. I call it critical Kathy or you know, negative Ned. I have them name it. And there's something about us looking at characters versus who are the people who upset you or who are the people, you know, 
hey, my husband, he's the character in my birth story and here's his personality and here's the expectations I had of him and here's what he actually did in the moment. And when you break it down that way, it allows the logic side of the brain to balance out the emotional. And I talk about this part, and there's a part in the book where I discuss this for the reader to understand that when we have that trauma, it's kind of splatters, all the memory splatters across our brain. And so we really need to activate left and right side to harmonize. And you can do that through writing. And you can do that through storytelling, but it's the way you do it. And like you said, there's anybody and everybody will come up and tell you the worst stories they've heard. Or as we say in the book too, you're going to hear the unicorn stories and how they did it and how you can do it too. And then when that doesn't happen, you you feel like you failed. And that can be just really overwhelming and hurtful too. So it's, yeah, there's just, a, for me, when Amy and I sat down and we mind mapped, that's the way we write we mind mapped it. It was just a very clear, this is the structure of how this will work. And this is how the brain will work and how it will want to go. And like you said, we add those, if you feel this, it's okay. Here's some tools and here's some therapeutic ways to handle this. That was our hope was people felt like their hand were being held, but they also that they could stand in their own light and that they didn't necessarily need someone else. That's really great. All right. Is there anything else that you guys want to share about the book? I think an important piece that makes our book really unique is how much it incorporates journal writing throughout the whole book. So there's space in the book for you to write. If you get the paperback copy, if you do the ebook, then we encourage you to have a journal to be able to write as well. But see, it's all in one place and you're not having to feel like, oh, I put a little bit here and I put a little bit on that napkin and on that piece of paper and stuff. You just carry your book around with a pencil or a pen and, and you write and you learn as you go. And that, I think that makes it really a, yeah, a beautiful piece of work that I, I do believe is going to help many women through their process of, of writing the birth story, but also healing from what they went through. That's great. And I will attest, there's something powerful about having a specific place to process a specific episode, I guess you could say. I was on bed rest with Devin, my first, and I had a pregnancy journal and I wrote a lot in there. And it is like this little treasure that I I still have in a box. And sometimes I go through it and I'm like, oh, there's that time. And it's almost like this little pocket or a box where it's, this is that experience. And I can go back and look at it, but it has a nice pocket is the only thing I can think of or box. And I think I could see the power in having something similar for his birth, like a very specific book where I've written everything down and there it is. It's all contained. A container is the word. It's all contained in that one place. Yeah. I'm sitting here nodding my head like crazy. Yeah. So I completely agree. And like for my son's birth story, I have a specific journal. And there are a few pages at the end I could still fill with something else, but I haven't because it's almost sacred that this is the journal for his birth story. So yeah, I I totally agree. Awesome. It definitely makes me want to get a copy of your book. And maybe even though it's been 24 years since Devin was born, I almost want to go through the process and write that experience from this place and see what else needs to be healed because I know that there's still a little bit more healing that could be done from that experience for sure. 
And I will say this. I don't know that people always recognize that trauma from birth can affect your relationship with your child. And Mm -hmm. that is what pushed me into becoming a healer when Devin was 10 is that I had a very challenging relationship with him and he was very angry little boy for no apparent reason. I started working on clearing that birth trauma that he shifted and I shifted and Anyway, there is so much power in the work that you guys are doing through your book. Yeah, some of the book does dive into relationships, not just with your baby, but definitely with your baby, but also other relationships like with your partner and with the women in your life and with your mother, because a lot of that all shifts and changes when you yourself become a mother. And so, yeah, learning how to navigate those relationships is a big thing after birth. Yeah. All right. I love to end by asking this question to everyone. So I'm going to ask it to each of you. So we'll start with Amy. If you could give advice to a young woman just starting out her mothering journey, what would it be? Communication, communication. (laughs) It's a big one. Being able to tell the people around you what you need or being able to ask for what you need or being able to understand what others are needing is just going to open up so many options. And I think it's a very powerful tool. And I think it's super necessary when you're trying to raise a little one because you need others to help you do that. And the best way forward is to be able to communicate with everybody. Great. Thank you. All right, Katie, how about you? What advice would you give to a young woman just starting out her mothering journey? So I agree with Amy. And then I'm going to give more of a, so she's got the mental part of it. I'm going to give more of the physical part and truly how to relax, whether that be through a meditation practice, walking barefoot in the grass, whatever that is for you. When we become pregnant and go through that whole process, it's very easy to think you need to do so much, do this, do that. This is what, you know, and you'll feel the sense of nesting, which means doing a lot of the time. And what our bodies really need more than anything is rest. And I find that those who are much more comfortable with the thought of rest and being more relaxed in their bodies, knowing how to calm themselves down when they feel worked up through the pregnancy and delivery process. And even after are much more loving and forgiving of their bodies and and themselves and those around them, because they do have that sense of grounding already, really learning how to relax, not always having to do things. Mm. That is powerful. Also now as a mom with adult children and a teenager, definitely I still feel that need to do all the time and that and it is when I'm able to pause and be present and calm that greater connection often happens so great advice from both of you guys thank you so much so I would love for you guys to share how our listeners can find your book and can they connect with you anywhere else on social media just go ahead and give me the details yeah so we each have our own websites and you can find the book there. Mine is amymccracken.com and you can find me anywhere with that on Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, all the places. But specifically, the book is titled Giving Birth to Motherhood so that you can find it anywhere. And you can also walk into your local bookstore and order it directly through them. It'll be in their system. Great. All right, Katie, how about you? Where can people find you? You can find me at katierussler.com. And as she said, our book, is, we have pages on our websites. You can find our book as well on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, and all the places. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's just at katie.russler. I'm on Facebook as well, LinkedIn, and all the places. If you just search my name, you find me. Great. And I'll put links to all these things in the show notes so people will easily be able to find you. And thank you guys so much. It was fun having two guests on at the same time. I was a little nervous, but it worked great. So thank you both for being here today. Yeah, thanks thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us today. If you have an experience that you want to share about the spirituality of pregnancy or birth, please contact us. We love having guests on the podcast, or if you prefer to just write up your experience, we are happy to share it on our blog or on Instagram. And also, please share the podcast with your friends. This is how the word gets out that birth and pregnancy can be spiritual. The podcast and our book is one of the greatest ways to share that, as well as, of course, you sharing your experiences with your friends. Visit thegiftofgivinglife.com. Currently, our newsletter subscribers get free access to our online class, which is growing. And if you want more inspiration, of course, you can always buy The Gift of Giving Life on Amazon, either for yourself or it makes a great gift for any woman you know. Have a great week and know that you are loved.